Hello, my friends. This is April 8, and I welcome you to my Songs and Stories podcast. Today's story is called The Butterfly Adventurer, Story 4, Tom and the Dragon. It's Episode 7. Now, I like to start out all my stories with a little song that goes like this. Oh, ye time-bound travelers, lay down your cares and rest your bones. And I'll tell you a fairy tale about a wandering gnome. And now it's time for our story. Episode 7. The Butterfly Adventurer, Story 4, Tom and the Dragon. Now, this is a continuation of our stories from the last three weeks. Tom and the Golden Butterfly is the first one, and Tom and the Trumpeter was the second. And then last week, we heard Tom and the Goblins. (laughs) If you haven't heard those, well, you could listen to this one first, but it might be more fun to listen to them in order, starting with Tom and the Golden Butterfly. And that is episode four of the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast. But either way, the question is, where did we leave off? Well, I remember perfectly. Our friend Tom Gnome was still out in the world searching for the Golden Butterfly He had had a few run-ins in the woods with an old raccoon and then, um, well, with his own butterfly net. But Gertie, the Merlin Falcon, had helped him out when he had called her holding her beautiful striped feather. Tom had also made a new friend last time, a small mouse named Brisbane. Only don't tell Brisbane I called him a mouse or he might not let me tell you the rest of this tale. For, you see... Brisbane prefers to be known as Brisbane the Conqueror, and we need to respect that. But I thought, my dear listener, that it would be good for you to be able to see him in your mind's eye for his true self, both a mouse and a conqueror. (laughs) So, are you ready for the story? Here we go. Tom Gnome carried his friend Brisbane the Conqueror on his shoulder and they walked all morning. They couldn't stop talking about how scared they'd been on the night before when the goblins had come out, but they were glad that they found out that goblins didn't even really want to eat gnomes and mice like they'd thought. Nope, to everyone's surprise, all goblins want to do is dance. But having run away from the goblins in the dark, Our two butterfly adventurers didn't quite know which road they were on now. They were all turned around and confused, or you could say they were discombobulated. Ah, that is such a fun word to say. Can you say that? Discombobulated. Mm, Yes, excellent. Now, as I was saying, the road they were walking along today didn't seem to be quite the same one as the one they traveled on the day before, and it made them a little nervous. Our dear gnome and mouse asked for directions from a passing chipmunk, but that chipmunk's mouth was so full of acorns that he couldn't even really speak. 
He just pointed in three directions at once, north with one paw, south with the other, and west with his tail. Well, neither Tom or Brisbane could decipher which way that chipmunk thought they should go. So they just kept on walking along in the same direction they'd already been headed. After a lunch of clover and walnuts and a little nap in the shady roots of a friendly rowan tree, Tom and Brisbane were ready to continue. But this new road they'd been following ended at a swiftly moving river that tumbled and swirled over rocks and branches. There was no way to get across it, but there was a path that went alongside it. Upstream or down, Brisbane? What do you think? Tom asked. Upstream? Upstream seems thrilling, said Brisbane. Maybe we could jump on a log and fight our way up to the headwaters and see what's up there. (gasps) Maybe we'll find bears and I could challenge one to a wrestling match. Well, Tom looked at Brisbane's shining eyes and twitching ears, flexing his mouse uh, muscles and puffing out his soft little mouse chest. Tom didn't want to disappoint him, but, uh, Brisbane, if you don't really mind, let's go downstream. I've had enough excitement to last me for weeks already with the goblins and everything. And besides, I'm not looking for bears to wrestle. I'm looking for the golden butterfly, remember? Brisbane nodded with a look of disappointment about not getting to wrestle bears. Gnome and Mouse walked downstream for a long time until the moon rose and the stars came out. Tom had lost track of the golden butterfly. He felt like he'd lost track of everything. More than anything, he just wanted to go home. He was just trying to decide how to explain this to Brisbane when Brisbane asked, Are you going to wish on a star, Tom? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, hey, Brisbane? But Brisbane interrupted him. I'm going to wish for something big to wrestle. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. How about you? What are you going to wish for, Tom? Oh, well, my mom says it's bad luck to tell your star wishes. You're supposed to keep them between you and the star. Oh, come on, Tom, said Brisbane. But Tom answered, Brisbane, I'm going to go with what my mom said on this one. She's usually right about stuff like this. I'm, I'm ready for some good luck. I'm going to keep my star wish to myself. I'm sorry. Tom went to sleep thinking about his mom and making all sorts of star wishes, but not a single one was made for something big to wrestle. Tom awoke with a start. (gasps) If this is good luck, then I don't know what bad luck is. For standing over him was an enormous, snarling, drooling dragon (gasps) who let out a fearsome roar louder than anything Tom had ever heard in his entire life. Life. Roar! Hmm. You know, it was actually 
louder than that. Can I get some help here? One, two, three. (gasps) Roar! Well, that's better, but really, it was louder than that. On three, here we go. One, two, three. (gasps) Roar! Oh, yes, that was excellent. Well, as you can imagine, Tom felt quite terrified indeed. And Brisbane, well, brave mouse that he was, fainted quite away. Tom caught him, fortunately, before he toppled into a puddle of dragon drool. Now, just as that shiver of fear flew down Tom's spine and into his shaking knees, Tom remembered He had had this feeling before, this being afraid. And he started talking to himself. I have faced angry raccoons and dancing goblins, he thought. I found my way through the woods and over and down old dusty roads and all sorts of other things for the last few weeks in search of the golden butterfly. If I could face all that, he said to himself, I can face this dragon too. For perhaps this dragon is no more dangerous than any of those other things were. I refuse to cower to this dragon. I am not afraid anymore. I am Tom Gnome and I can handle this. And just as he thought this fearless thought, well, just as quick as a snap of a finger, this terrible dragon turned into a woman who looked a lot like, well, she looks a lot like me. And then I said, I mean, she said, oh, dear boy. I am so sorry. I was just trying out my dragon costume for the masquerade ball, and I got carried away. I didn't mean to scare you. Well, Tom was far more surprised by this woman than he'd even been by the dragon. I've never seen anything like you before. What even are you? Oh, well, calm down, dear. Don't you even know who I am? (laughs) I'm your fairy godmother, of course, dear. Did you think only girls got them for dresses and dances? Now, what was it that you were wishing for, dear? The golden butterfly? Well, how'd you know that? asked Tom. I'm your fairy godmother, dear. Don't you know? Mothers know everything. Now tell me, what is it that you think you need from this golden butterfly that you don't already have? inside of you. Child, I stand before you, a simple woman of gentle means. And yet I command majesty from the forces of the unseen. All things here on earth are connected one into the other. This mouse can become a steed, for there is nothing in between. Brisbane woke up just in time to ask, What in the world is a steed? It's a fancy name for a horse, dear, said the fairy godmother. 
Oh, wow, said Brisbane, flexing his mouse muscles. I like you as a mouse, Brisbane, said Tom. I like you like you are. That's what I'm talking about, child, said the fairy godmother. And weren't you just a dragon a minute ago? asked Brisbane. Shh, mouse, I'm trying to say something here. I am not a mouse. I am... Brisbane, give it a rest, said Tom. Child, you have a mind to create the world that awaits you. Child, you have a heart to know the love that surrounds you. Child, have you forgotten all the beauty you were born with? Why wave a magic wand when you have what it takes all along? And that's love, love, love. It's the magic you were born with. Love, love, love. It's infinite. It's enormous. Love, love, love. Don't hide it when you can shine it. Because love, love, love. It's the only thing this old world's made of. But I'm not made out of love, said Tom. Uh, I'm a gnome. Oh, can't you hear a word that I am saying to you, child? Said the fairy godmother. The sun shines down and the moon rolls around and a sea becomes a tree. And every idea you ever thought can become your reality. Child, Do you understand what I'm laying here before you? What you hold in your heart, that intangible spark, it creates everything. And that's love, love, love. It's the magic you were born with. Love, love, love. It's infinite, it's enormous. Love, love, love. When you can shine it Because love, love, love It's the only thing this old world's made of Sing it with me, Brisbane Come on (laughs) Tom Love, love, love It's the magic you were born with Love, love, love It's infinite, it's enormous Love, love, love It's the only thing this old world's made of Everybody sing, come on Love, love, love It's the magic you were born with Love, love, love It's infinite, it's enormous Love, love, love Don't hide it when you can shine it Because love It's the only thing this whole world's made of. (laughs) And with that, she disappeared. And in her place, 
a striped feather that looked a lot like one of Gertie's slowly drifted to the ground in front of Tom. Tom reached down to pick it up, and then suddenly, Look! shouted Brisbane. It's the golden butterfly! She's right there! Tom was so shocked that he couldn't even move. Would he be able to catch that golden butterfly before she flew off again? Snip, snap, snout. Before today, my tale is all told out. Join me next week and I'll tell you the end of the tale of Tom and the Golden Butterfly. Thank you for listening to the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast. Find more April 8 stories, illustrations, handcrafts, music videos, and ideas for cultivating thoughtful, joyful children at April8.com. You can also follow me and my dog, Roxy, on Instagram and Twitter at April 8 Music. And of course, there's always Facebook, facebook.com slash April 8. Until we meet again, remember, I love you and you are wonderful, just as you are right now. La, 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 la.